going to take it. Got it! Boston wins! Two legends in basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know what I say, but it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let, let's get right to it. All right, welcome into a, uh, a special edition, I think, if, if you want to call it that, of the Ryan and Goodman podcast, something uh, that I know nobody thought they'd be talking about right now, and that is the uh, the, the early death of, of Kobe Bryant. Uh, 41 years old, uh, in a helicopter crash Sunday, uh, just before 10 a.m. That also claimed the lives of eight other people, Bob, including his 13-year-old daughter, uh, Gianna. And uh, sad news, shocking news, I I think was the first thing. I landed uh, back from Lubbock, Texas, to a text from my daughter uh, saying, did you hear about Kobe? And then immediately I searched on Twitter and heard the news. And, you know, it's one of those that you can't believe and you want to make sure because you're hoping somebody isn't playing some sort of of cruel joke out there. But, you know, my first thoughts, Bob, were Kobe. Like, I, I just couldn't believe it because he was just this kind of tough um, exterior that you didn't think um, would, would – anything could happen to him that he'd grow old. You just felt like he was, he was that guy that no, he was, he was kind of invincible in, in some senses um, because of how he played on the court and even how he conducted himself off the court. And uh, this shows you nobody's invincible, Bob. I mean, it, it incredible, just incredible news. The, uh, I, I got the word from uh, a phone call from my daughter. She said, yeah. Kobe's dead. I said, uh, I was just speechless. I said, uh, about five second pause. Excuse me. And apparently, and so I checked it out. It's all over Twitter, she said. And I checked it out. And of course, the first initial word, people were hoping it was a hoax or it was a mistake. Right. It was reported by TMZ uh, initially. And uh, that had some people suspicious, you know, that they don't have the greatest reputation. And, you know, so anyway, we found out that it was indeed true. Uh, uh, the thing, of course, we all share the same common feeling about this, the, the, the uh, abrupt uh, sh- shock of it all. Uh, and Kobe, in, in particularly, I've been on my mind a little bit uh, because of the uh, the post career. I just read, read something not too too long ago. Somebody did something rather big lately you know, about Kobe's post career. Uh, all the entrepreneurship. The, the, uh, yeah, the yeah. of course, remember he won the Oscar for that documentary, and um, you know, etc. And um, you know, it's just. So that he was in my he kind of been in my mind. Uh, the, uh, the, the we had just a reminder. I'm just, you know going to get on uh, preaching on a soapbox, but we all know the capriciousness of life. We had a and you know this. We had a tragic circumstance in our area uh, not too long ago when a rower from Holy Cross yeah. Yeah. was killed along with uh, other people. Uh, no, she others were injured, but she was the shotgun passenger in a van going to some uh, you know something in Florida. And, and the driver made an unfortunate left-hand turn into traffic, apparently thinking he had a, an arrow, you know. Anyway, she was killed at 20 years old and apparently an exemplary young lady. You know, yeah. everybody, it's not, I mean, no, not that all lives aren't precious, but you know what I'm saying. This was a, 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 a top-shelf young lady, apparently, and uh, it's got the whole Holy Cross community uh, uh, shaken up. So these, oh, I'm gonna, getting at is things, when you leave the house, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, let's just yeah, put it that yeah. You don't know what's going to happen I, in the house. And, you uh, know, yeah. Bob, I can't imagine 
I, you know, I can't imagine what it's like. And you're a father, I'm a father. We both have daughters. I can't imagine what it's like in those seconds um, with your daughter, with your daughter, you know, and, 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 and you know something's going wrong. I don't know how long it was. You know, you, you're getting info right now out about what happened. Uh, the pilot, one of the nine passengers, obviously, you had another um, mother and her daughter, Sarah and Peyton Chester, uh, a college baseball coach and his family. Um, the the other, I think it was the, the coach, maybe the team, uh, girls basketball coach. I mean, it, it just, again, like you said, it just shows how quickly things can happen. And here you are, Kobe Bryant. You know, on top of the world, to, so oh, to speak. Absolutely, he wasn't there. He has having as fruitful and productive a post career as any superstar in our memory. Frankly, you know, I mean, so a lot of them, some of them going to work for teams. And they, but I'm telling you, he he had divorced himself from basketball. Only got back into it because of his daughter's uh, interest and, and and activity, and 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 became a, a newer frequent visitor to the. Uh, Staples Center as a result of that, and even other venues where people was, had seen him. Uh, he was because he had completely divorced himself from basketball and was, you know, using that fertile brain of his to always, you know, to do something else. Uh, you know, so it, it it was an exemplary. It was a model about how to trans make that transition from being a superstar in sport or even any athlete in sport into a post career life. Uh, he, he was setting a, and it is a standard. Maybe at least maybe somebody can take that away and, 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 and something we get out of this. Uh, yeah. So it, it's, uh, it's stunning. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, what stands out to me, everybody you know, what's his legacy? What do you remember about him? I didn't have a ton of, of, of one-on-one -on -one interactions with Kobe because, you know, generally it was, you know, he'd come into Boston or maybe I'd see him at, at an event or something like that. And, you'd, you know, you get him in a scrum. But, you know, the thing beyond, obviously, his and we'll get into it, his on-court um, exploits and, the, the you know, the Mamba and all that um, was just there, there was no BS about him. And, okay. and for us, for us, that's that's a beautiful thing. Right. Is uh, he says exactly what's on his mind. You know it. Uh, you feel it. And he wasn't scared of expressing his opinions. And, you know, he had earned that. He had obviously earned that over the years. But I, I love that, that whatever you asked him about, um, you were going to get the truth, and he wasn't going to sugarcoat it. I, what I'm going to remember, among other things about him, is that he was different than all the others. He was different for the simple reason that in a formative age, he grew up in Italy. He, he was a... a he understood about life outside the United States of America in a way that his peers did not. And oftentimes this, uh, this uh, personal uh, characteristic has manifested itself in, in different ways, uh, you know, with his teammates, frankly. And uh, he was simply more aware than, than the majority of the people he ever played with uh, or against uh, about the world outside and USA. And, and the linguistic ability was, if you recall, was even used, utilized for an early commercial that he did. I forget exactly for whom, but it involved him being able to speak Italian. Uh, he was more worldly, you know, he was different. And, and I think uh, he maybe uh, he presented himself, came off as, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, a little haughty at times with some of his teammates. Yep. He, he had to learn how to interact better. He had to learn to accommodate him. I won't say lower, but accommodate himself to the, to the foibles of, of these, these 
uh, ignorant Americans, you know, or you know, ignorant. I'm using the technical sense, obviously. Um, you know, what I'm saying, but and and it, there were some personality issues at times, and one of them manifested itself with Shaq, who now yep. Shaq came out with a big outpouring of my young brother and everything, and and I guess they did patch it up. Let's face it, there was friction on that team. There was friction between those yeah. two at the point, which probably resulted, in fact, in, in, in uh, uh, Jerry Buss making a choice, but who's, who was going to keep, and, and, and he kept. And he kept Younger. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, this is all part of the story. It'll all be out. It'll all be written. Uh, you know, uh, I just got to tell you, it, it, this, this is a, an enormous story. Uh, you know that. But for people, the, today's New York Post has eight pages on Kobe. Wow. In the news section, wow. and four more that are Kobe dominated in the sports section. Listen, I flipped it. You know, I, I got home yesterday from from Lubbock, Texas. I was at Texas Tech all weekend doing kind of a, a an all accessy type deal with Chris Beard, and you know, I, I landed uh, in Boston, and uh, and people are you know looking down at their phones uh, the entire time when I landed. I was kind of looking around to see how people were reacting. Uh, and then I got home and, you know, you want to be that that person. You, you want to take in all you can, right? How are people, especially for us, how are people covering this story? And, uh, you know, ESPN, obviously, all the time, they've got all their voices on. Uh, anybody who can talk about uh, Kobe and their experiences with him. Then I flipped it to CNN just to see, like, all right, what is CNN doing um, right now with, with all the impeachment uh, trial going on and everything like that? It, it was wall to wall about Kobe, and and that does show, you know, even at the Grammys last night. Oh, first right. thing, yeah, and of course, first thing that happens, Lizzo, you know, she says this is for Kobe to to intro the Grammys. Um, <laughs> I don't think even I realized at a point when I saw my daughter's text of "Did you hear about Kobe?" and then I saw that that he had passed away, um, the impact um, throughout the country to non basketball diehards that this would have but but it it absolutely um you know again part of it i, I wonder if part of it too was that kobe was in la if oh, he I hadn't think, been in la would it be the same level impact there's no question that it was la and new york are still the dominant cultural capitals of, of, of you know and and the the, the driving force of, of things in our society no question it's about that it's a lot about that uh, and and he was married to the Staples Center too, you know. And how about what the I don't even know if irony, but the amazing circumstance circum, uh, of the fact that the Grammys were in the Staples Center last night at, uh, on this particular day, with thousands of people gathered outside paying tribute to Kobe. And worldwide, you realize, you may know this one. Maybe uh, Neymar scored a goal yesterday, uh, and uh, and and he had a Kobe tribute, Before. right? right. I, and how about what the players did? And I, I, I think the credit, till further notice, until I was goes to Fred Van Vliet and Dewan Murray. The first game that was played, Fred Van Vliet is the first person who dribbled the clock out to start the game, and then Dewan Murray did the same thing. The Raptors and the Spurs, and it was taken up by other during the day, including at the Celtics game with the uh, in, in New Orleans. So uh, you know the the universal tribute of uh, the the Pro Bowl. Was was a, yep. a a Kobe tribute? Yeah. Uh, no, he transcended. Oh. He transcended sport, especially for the generation under me, right? For for, yeah. for the generation, you know, the thirty year olds, the thirty five year olds. Kobe was kind of their guy, right? In between Jordan and LeBron, it was Kobe. 
He's there, Michael. Yes, he's Michael. He's and there, Michael. Michael yep. was the standard of excellence, and 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 of all and before that, and now it's Kobe, and now it's LeBron. You know, for the for this generation, and 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 then someday it it'll be the, you know, the whomever. Whether the Trey Young at forty five, we can get to that in a minute. Forty five last night, by the way, and fourteen assists. And his little tribute, his little basketball tribute to to Kobe Bryant, who who he shed tears over, literally shed tears over. Yeah, a How- lot of these guys, it it really affected them. More than I thought it would, but then you understand that it, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it, it's like for us, you know, Larry Bird, or yeah. oh, I, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I you, know, you grow up. These, this generation grew up with Kobe, and and again, he was the thing that I thought made him special. I mean, obviously, it's funny. Everybody's talking about. Um, the instinct, right? That Mamba mentality and and the fact that he went so hard and he played, listen, he played on both ends of the court and, and that is what separated him is he just played hard and, and with kind of a ferocity that you just didn't see. But I think understated in that is the natural uh, God-given talent he was given. I mean, this, this guy was just so exciting to watch because he could do some of the same things that, that Michael could do in terms of in the air and the athleticism and that body and that that burst and uh, the length. I mean, he had it all to go along with the work ethic that separates you from some of the other guys that are probably in a similar category, but but that took him to a completely different level. I believe that he is the closest thing to Michael that we've known that in both style of play and competitiveness, the fire, the, 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 all the other intangibles that made Michael, that what Michael was the closest thing to him was, was Kobe. I mean, if you're going to say two or one, a fine, whatever, I don't think there's actually, I can be in doubt about that. You, when you watch Kobe play, you would have to think that this was a, a reincarnation. It's just a large degree of, of Michael Jordan. There's, there's no, there's no doubt about that in style uh, for, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it's just uh, now we might. I don't want to get out of it. We we need to uh, acknowledge the elephant in the room because it, yep. any story of him has to deal with the fact that in 2003 he had a rather bad error in, in uh, judgment, to say the least, in Edwards, Colorado, when he was in town for an operation. Whatever happened, only he and the a young lady know. But there were uh, it was he was charged with sexual assault. Uh, he was charged with rape, quite frankly, uh, and it was uh, it was charges were eventually dropped. And that civil suit was filed and it was settled out of court. Those are the facts that we know. Beyond that, you know, he says it was consensual. He later had a public uh, uh, a confession, if you will, with his wife, Vanessa, at his side, in which he said, uh, obviously, we look at this thing differently. I totally respect what it's done to her. He, did, he said all the right things at that time with his wife next to him. So my feeling about this is this. There's only two people who matter in this regard. The, the, the young lady in question, who was 19 at the time, and Vanessa Bryant. And if Vanessa's at peace with him, then, you know, we just have to acknowledge it. But I just think we have to say it because it would be ignoring a rather important fact in his life. But I'm just going to say if Vanessa Bryant's okay with it, then, then you know, with, with the, her husband's contrition and, and, and God knows he turned into a, you know, he's a model father with the poor yep. daughters. There's no question. No, and, and, and that's the thing, obviously, you, you know, people make mistakes. Um, he so owned not, up to not it. Coding or downplaying it. I'm simply saying right. it happened. Those are yep. the facts we know. It was settled out of court. His wife seems to be at peace with it, and he certainly tried to uh, go live his life in an exemplary fashion in terms of being a father. There was no doubt. 
Yeah, I feel like, to be honest, Bob, it, it was something that was almost uh, a blip looking back on it and that he's been able to um, to kind of change the, the narrative at that point because there was a narrative at that point. I mean, um, oh. there were a lot of people that uh, at that point in his career were anti-Kobe, and I, I feel like he got most of those people back and, and you know, took time, um, but but you just see it by the outpouring of support now. And, and very few people talk about that. Was backlash at the uh, Oscars what, two years ago uh, from a group of, of females that objected to him, you know, being honored. Okay, you know, I'm just stating all the facts, you know, yeah. and 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 uh, that did happen. But I, I, what I gather today is the uh, that the preponderance of of the of females, uh, you know, have if they I will say forgiven, they're at peace with it to a degree. Uh, uh, there was a, by the way, you're, you're like a, a wonderful column of my colleague Tara Sullivan at the Boston Globe wrote in which, uh, you know, it's always nice when you can bring a specific personal tight touch to a column, as you well know. She was she's very friendly with Bobby Hurley Sr. Yeah. And Bobby Hurley Sr. had these wonderful anecdotes about watching and uh, playing against Kobe, against Kobe in high school. The best high school opponent he now, this is Bobby, folks, for people who know, Bobby Hurley Sr. is in the Hall of Fame. He is the father of Bobby Hurley, and he is the father of Danny Hurley, and he coached it at uh, uh, St. Anthony's. Anthony's High School in, in Jersey City for 40 years, won numerous state championships. It's in the Hall of Fame, not the New Jersey Hall of Fame. Yes. He's got a plaque in Springfield. Maybe the best high school coach ever. Of all and, time. Right, uh, and right. by the way, we have to pay homage, homage to Morgan Wooten, too, as we're going to talk about that. But anyway, uh, he said best high school opponent he ever saw was Kobe Bryant. You know, just was nice. To, you know, he had his anecdotes about that, his remembrance of that. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, you, you hear the stories of him at Lower Marion. I actually talked to one guy who refed his games uh, at Lower Marion, and he said he was part of the two or three men uh, refing crew uh, who, who who officiated a game that that would determine whether he got to the state title as senior year state. Uh, tournament his senior year or not and he said they he fouled out in the game mm-hmm. all right he fouled out and he said the fourth foul was probably a shitty call uh so he probably shouldn't have yep. fouled out so he mm-hmm. fouls out and they bring in some like star soccer player who's a shooter uh to replace kobe bryant and the guy rescues him and hits like four <laughs> threes they end up going to the state tournament and winning the state title but he said you know um there was a there was a chance there that we screwed it up, so Kobe might never have won a state championship. So, it's, you know, you hear these stories, and they're all kind of going to be part of his his lore. But ultimately, Bob, where does he go down? Because I think that's what eventually people are going to talk about. Sure, of course. Now, where does he go down on the list of the greatest players in NBA history? We're going to have uh, the discussion that everyone. It's always come down to opinion. Here's the way I look at the situation. When you talk about the top players in NBA history, no list. Uh, every list starts with the three great centers. Yep. That We just get that out of the way right away. Yep. Okay. So what do you want? You got Russell, Wilt, and Kareem. They are in the They're list. All the top ten. They're all in the top ten. I say in the top five okay. in terms of achievements yep. in history. Which leaves spots for two others in the top five. And those two others, in my opinion, are, are Michael and LeBron. That's yep. four five. Now we go Larry and Magic. And now I put Kobe fighting with Duncan for number eight. So and they're I, they're eight nine. Basically, you're now, saying, yeah, Kobe and Duncan eight and nine. So non, non-centers, 
you know, yep. it's then that the non-centers throw those three out. You know, they put them over here where I think they belong in a different category. You got you got Michael, LeBron, Magic, Larry, and Kobe, and and, and those multi multi-talented mid-sized players. And and I'll I'll, I'll stick you know somebody. I I I think Duncan is a phenomenal. You know, yep. right. It's the only one I would put a case, make a case for to get ahead. So he's in the top eight, and you know some people that, that if you include the three centers, he's in the top five if you don't include the centers because they're a different species. By the way, people, if you don't know what a center is, we'll have a whole show about that someday <laughs> down the road to explain to you. There used to be a thing called the five man, the pivot man. You threw the ball to somebody underneath the basket. They didn't throw it back out to it. Isn't that funny, Jeff? They didn't throw it back out to a guy in the corner. They turned around and put it in the basket. All right, we will get to that some other day. I'm sorry. I actually saw our center this. I saw our center this weekend. His name is Nick Richards. I'm going to work on a story on him. He's Kentucky's big man. Uh, A very, very cool story. But I'm with you. I think Kobe, you know, is somewhere in that probably 8 to 10 range, probably, you know, 8 or 9. Uh, with Tim Duncan, a lot of people would 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 argue that he's the best Laker of all time, that he's better than Kareem, that he's better than Magic. Oh, I think you I'm- know. Again, you grew up with with Kareem. Um, you knew Magic more. I, I grew up with Magic. Uh, I would have put Magic slightly ahead of Kobe, but that's just me. No, well, I think anyone under thirty or thirty-five, it'll, it'll be Kobe, and anyone right. over it'll be Magic. That's if you're the way it goes, you know, I understand yes. that. You know, it's who you grew up with, right? It's who you grew up with, who you watched. And again, Kobe Kobe was a blast to watch because there aren't many guys that you could just hand them the ball and just say, hey, go to work. And and the way not only that he played, um, he kind of left it out there, too, with, with his emotions. You knew what, what Kobe was thinking, right? Whether he made the shot, didn't make the shot. You knew he was gonna he was gonna let you know with the facial expressions, all of that, and then again he was gonna talk about it afterwards. So I, I think that too, um, it was a little different than some of the other stars, right? I mean, you you didn't magic was just all I don't want to say vanilla, but it was it was mostly positive, right? Everybody liked magic. Oh yeah. With Kobe, it was yeah. Some people some people didn't love him because if you played against them or you were a fan of a team that went against them. He was so dominant at times, and he let you know it. Oh yeah, he was uh, he was self assured to say the least. Uh, I, I think that's a possible a, a good way to put it. Oh no, there was uh, an element of, of villain, but not a big one. But there was an element of villainy about him. Uh, but look at the tributes that came from the opponents. How about Doc Rivers? Did you see oh, Doc? Rivers? Um, Breaking down. I mean, not- people just. I mean, listen. You know, you, you just again. It, it's it's Kobe. And then when you think about it and you think about it's his 13-year-old daughter too. And and everybody can kind of relate. Any parent can certainly relate to that. And you think about it. And that's all I could think about when I got off the plane mm-hmm. yesterday was getting home and seeing my daughter and, and giving her a hug and giving um, my wife a hug. 13-year-old daughters. And, uh, you know, I, I might as well address the whole thing here. This thing is going to get messy. Uh, that, that Whether this helicopter ever should have taken off. Uh, who made the call? This is private helicopter. I'm told is right. Who made the call that Kobe? You know, have it uh, insist they go, and the pilot was wary, or that the pilot say, "Oh, we're okay. Don't worry about it. We don't know. We'll never know." Uh, the, the cause of they said it might take weeks or months to determine yeah. that it crashed in an awfully wooded area, difficult terrain to get even get to in the daylight. Uh, it's going to, and then you know, there's there's nine people involved. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. 
look, get ready for civil suits. If depending yeah. on what they find, it's just going to get horribly messy, you know, in, in so many ways. But the bottom line is there's multiple families to, for whom we should uh, express control. It's not just yeah. Kobe and, and Gigi. Uh, and uh, there's multiple families here in this awful tragedy. Uh, and so uh, it's, 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 it's far from over, you know, for these. It's, it's, it's only this awful story and resolution is just beginning, sadly, for, for all those people involved. All right. Can we uh, let's get to something positive. I don't want to do this entire podcast to. No. to you know the, the the negative and 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 Kobe. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about him again next week because um, again, this is not going to be a a 24 hour deal with with Kobe Bryant. This is gonna this is gonna be talked about um, and, and deservedly so for a while because again, he was an icon. He was an icon. Just with one other thing though, is that the curve to me in the first five minutes or so. Uh, excuse me. What's going to be the atmosphere at the Hall of Fame enshrinement uh, oh, this year? Because as people should know, Kobe uh, was up for election. Kobe, Kobe, and Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan will walk in, and we could envision this holy trinity of basketball. Uh, it's going to be somber aspects to it uh, with Kobe, and and uh, you know, uh, um, I, I did think of that right away. But uh, yeah, I mean, you got to figure, you know, who's going to present? Yep. for him, you know, I assume his wife will be. I mean, this is going to be awful. I mean, just we haven't really heard from his wife yet, and 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 his other. You know, girls, and it's you know, oh, seven no, months. There's old. so many layers. There's so many layers to this, and 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 uh, you know, we even have a local connection, as as you know, local being Boston, with John Altabelli was one of the uh, people who perished along with his daughter, uh, John Altabelli, who was a uh, baseball coach in Orange County community, I believe it's the name, but but was formerly the uh, baseball coach in the Cape Cod Lake for the Rooster team, and whose son is an employee of the Red Sox as a scout. So we even have a local tinge here. Uh, to, uh, to to rest with and wrestle with, I should say. Uh, so anyway, you're right. Uh, we, we now we could we happily there's something there is something positive a, a smiling, positive sunny presence in basketball that has pre- presented to us finally. Yeah, he's um, he is Zion Williamson, and and I'll tell you what, Bob, he is uh, he's fun to be around. I've been around him plenty over mm-hmm. over the last few years. And boy, is he fun to watch! And uh, he came out of the gate struggling a little bit. Those first three quarters weren't all that pretty, and I fell asleep going into the fourth quarter of his debut. And I woke up and I said, "All right, let me look at my phone. Let me see what he ended up with. What he ended up with seven points or something like that. You know, ho hum." And you see that he goes four for four from three and goes absolutely nuts in the fourth quarter. And uh, has has you know everybody in New Orleans going crazy for him. And now through three games, I mean, he put up what twenty one and eleven against the Celtics. He's now averaging nineteen and eight and with with a, a, a minute in, restriction in twenty two minutes. Again. Right, and I mean, uh, this is insane, Bob. Uh, and shooting sixty six sixty seven percent from the floor. Uh, okay, I watched it, Jeff. I I managed to stay awake. Thank God. I watched it. It was a thunderstorm of basketball. You know, it was a raging thunderstorm of basketball that um, began with a layup and then he hit the th- hit a three and hit a three, hit a three, hit a three. Thereby teasing the New Orleans fans forever. Folks, he's not going to be a, a league leading three point shooter. This, But at least he showed you he can shoot it. And and uh, it was the. Um, <coughs> Uh, the, the the technique and the form was improved over what he showed in college. He worked yes. on it, on it clearly. It's going to be a part of the arsenal, but that's all it's going to be, folks. 
Here, let me just tell you, Jeff, the two plays that I know you would have appreciated that tell you what we're really talking about here. The, the first was a, uh, a, 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 le- a missed layup on the left-hand side of the basket. The instant spring, the incredible yeah. second move, oh. the, the quick takeoff. It's like no other, Bob. Which is like a Nike missile because he explodes, yeah. you know, with this body and grabbed it and went in there and curved it and put it in on the right-hand side, right-hand on the other side. Bing, boom, boom, get out of my way. That was number one. And number two, defensive rebound in traffic, dribbled up court, saw the open man, and a beautiful pass at the right yep. moment for the basket, You know, and which reminds me that uh, we talked about this last time. The two plays that dumped that I remember from him from college, I always remember the block when he ran half a, you know, a, yep. half a block to yep. make a block and, and the, in the corner, and that – Long bounce pass he made in the break, you know, those are shows you the range of skill that this incredible physical specimen has. Um, so, um, he he is he, showing you, and you know, it, it's going to be fun. He's, he's obviously going to be uh, he's uh, appointment TV now. I mean, you look every night and you're like, okay, New Orleans is playing, I kind of got to watch Zion now. Where is there anybody else in the NBA you're really like for me? It's not even Trey Young. No, like, you know, you got Young and Moran. We talked about Young and Moran. Of course, I like, yeah. you know, on on. Uh, I've always liked Sabonis, and and he's having a fine year. But no, this is a different. We never, look when I when I go back to last year, Jay Billis. Jay Billis is, you know, as a guy says, as as uh, J.K. Simmons says in that Farmers commercial. You know, we I we we know a lot because we've seen a lot, or vice whatever the hell it is. You know, okay, fine. Um, Jay Billis has seen a lot. Okay, uh, uh, Jay Billis was himself an outstanding player at Duke on a team that should have won a national championship. Damn it, nineteen eighty six. But there, but for never, never, never nervous, right? And uh, anyway, and last year, the, what the things he was saying about about this kid and how he had never seen anything like it, and, and you know, and the fact is that you don't not at that body. It's a body that it's the, what's the closest body reminiscent? Carl Malone? I don't. Yeah, know. like people say, like Barkley, but, but this kid is a physical oh, specimen. Barkley came in with baby fat. He had to lose. Right. This kid. This wasn't just a baby fat. No, it's just Carmelone. Yeah, Carmelone is the best. One. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we don't have. We haven't seen it to have this range of skill. To have this this incredible gift of quickness. There, but there, but for you know the love of basketball goes the greatest pass rushing tight end of all time. Right? Imagine yeah. him rushing the passer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it would be uh, it would be a sight for sore eyes. The the thing that the thing that surprised me the most, Bob. Besides the fact of the the, the the instant impact that he's having, because I did think there'd be a little bit of rust there, is for me, watching him run now is wow. completely different. They've changed how he runs. He used to kind of run funny and a little bit like almost, I don't know, like 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 bow-legged a little bit. And, and now they, they did. They worked on it. And obviously, they're trying to keep him healthy for as many years as, as, as they can. He's still jumping and landing on one leg, which scares me. Um, they worked on him trying to teach him how to jump and land better. Yes. And, and, yeah, and, and, but you can only do so. I mean, how, how much can you do? You know, it's like Lonzo Ball shot, right? I mean, it's going to take years to continue to work on this. And, you know, he, he's done it for however many years he's been playing ball at this point. Uh, but I, I love his spirit. I love his enthusiasm. I, yeah. I say, if you don't like Zion Williamson, Bob, mm. then I don't like you. 
I like that. Okay. No, they're fun. They're, they're good. It's, uh, and I'm happy for, I'm, I'm happy for New Orleans as a franchise too, to have this happen. Yeah. You know, because they're, that's right. They want around open feeling sorry for themselves uh, after the Chris Paul yeah. You know, yeah. incident. So and, Anthony Davis. And then of course the whole city, you know, after, you know, we don't have to mention a, a non-call in football a year ago, <laughs> you know, which they, they have a hard time getting over. <laughs> me. So this is great. Uh, yeah. Anthony Davis. This is this is really good. I, I think they deserve. I think the franchise, and I'm happy. I'm. I think he's in the right hands with a one uh, and Alvin Gentry too. Yeah, um, yeah. It's got Alvin good Gentry, good guys around him. Gentry deserves this guy too. So I'm happy. This is a good mutual uh, mutual uh, you know package there. Yeah, I mean the, the the question now becomes like, can New Orleans be a contender? Yeah, they got to win a game. Yeah, they got, they did. They lost this first game in question. Uh, they did beat the Celtics last night. Right. They 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 can get themselves into the playoffs mix. There's no trouble. Listen, how how great would it be to to see some sort of first round matchup between <laughs> the Lakers and and, right. and the Pelicans, right? right? Great, absolutely. That, Isn't that know, what I, everybody wants? Yeah. So right now, I think we're all rooting for something. We, we you know suddenly they have a, acquired a lot of fans in the last week. The the Pelicans nationwide. So that's that's good. But it'll be interesting to see how the Pelican ratings are. Uh, you know, we know that they originally were scheduled to be on a lot because of the fact that they anticipated him, and it didn't. And so, uh, it'll, it'll it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. And and anything else? What do you got going well, on this week, Bob? What I got going this week is uh, 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 let's see. What am I got going this week? I'm, I I went to. By the way, I went to. A, I told you I went to a game Saturday. I went to Northeastern uh, to see him play the Delaware Blue Hens. And Northeastern had a 16-point lead. They have a nice player named Jordan Rowland who's out scoring. But uh, I got to give tribute to a young man named Ryan Allen, who uh, in the last eight or nine minutes of this game, in which his team was coming from 16 down, uh, blanketed Jordan Rowland, who had really? 27 and finished with 27, uh, because Ryan Allen wouldn't let him get the ball. It was a tremendous wow. defensive job, Ryan Allen. Good way to really? go. It was a fun game to watch. It was good stuff in there. But then I thought... Uh, uh, my my personal highlight of viewing was on pretty much on your recommendation too, and other things I read. I watched San Diego State uh, against UNLV yep. to see Malachi Flynn. Ladies and gentlemen, Malachi Flynn is a serious player. Yes, I mean he is a real entertaining and and versatile. Uh, oh boy! I mean, didn't they have the guard come off the bench in that game and 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 go off the? Uh, I forget his name. He didn't do anything when I was there. No, he did Polian or whatever. I don't know. Because yeah, Trey Polian. Trey Polian. He's not listed in my blue ribbon. So I don't know when he airlifted in, you know, to uh, the, the San Diego State campus. If he's not in blue ribbon, he doesn't exist for the most part. But he, he did. He, I kept thinking, where is he? Where is he? Because I always have a blue ribbon when I watch these games. Yeah, who are these people, right? But yeah, that was yeah. – a, a Vegas played a good game. They, they entered, but uh, Malachi Flynn, I'm, I'm now ready to sign up for the fan club. Uh, no, I'm, I'll tell you where I'm going. I'm going down to see my alma mater this weekend. Uh, at Lawrenceville School, just to pay a visit, uh, see a game, and, and visit Ron Kane, the coach who was a uh, you know I've known for years. That's it. That's my that's my big uh, my big plan this weekend. Watch whatever I can watch on on, on TV. I try to try to try to do my homework. I'm yeah. actually uh, hopefully my my father won't be watching listening to this podcast. I don't think he I don't think he knows how to listen to a podcast. I think we're <laughs> we're safe. But I'm gonna especially now after the, the Kobe news, I feel even better about doing this because life is so short or can be so short. Uh, his birthday, they, they go to Florida for about three months. So they leave right after, uh, right at the new year. And uh, he turned 78 um, on January 31st. So I'm going to go down. I'm flying to Orlando on Wednesday. And this actually works out pretty good. 
Fly to Orlando Wednesday. My nephew is a freshman at UCF. We're mm-hmm. going to go to the Memphis, Memphis plays UCF Wednesday night. Memphis is on a complete tailspin right now. And uh, they lost by 40 last week. And then to Tulsa, and then lose, they blow a 15-point lead to SMU at home this past weekend. So they may not be a tournament team after all this James Wiseman stuff. So I'm going to see them Wednesday. Then I'm going to surprise my father and spend his birthday with him um, and also catch a Western Kentucky Florida Atlantic game that I'm doing for stadium on Mm -hmm. Thursday night, which will be very interesting because uh, I have coined the phrase Western Kentucky's head coach is Rick Stansberry. Mm-hmm. He used to be at Mississippi State, uh, and I have I have coined the phrase every time he gets a player that the smart money is always on Rick Stansbury in recruiting. I won't go into that exactly why right. I say that, <laughs> no. but you can figure it out. Yes. Uh, by the way, I'll be going to the theater tomorrow night to see They All Fall Down, which was good. You're excellent reviews here in Boston. Have to You have to keep yourself, you know. You're, you're, well, hey, what, what's your – all right, so while, while we have you on, on the theater run, uh, give me – Bob Ryan's maybe uh, top uh, two or three shows that you've ever seen in your entire life. Oh, boy. Um, that's a tough one because uh, uh, I'm trying to separate what I've seen from the movies that were made of theater productions as opposed to actually seeing the actual theater production. My all-time favorite uh, musical is My Fair Lady, but I've never seen a, a theater production. The song has only been the movie. Really? Uh, this, no, I haven't seen a theater production. How have um, you not? Wait, wait. How have you not seen My Fair Lady at some point in your life? If it's your favorite, you know what? Because I think part of me doesn't want to go because Rex Harrison won't be there. Yeah, Stanley so. Holloway won't be there. Those two, okay. those two made that movie for me. You know, frankly, you know, I mean, I'm telling you right now. Um, you know, I just won't. I won't be hearing little. Uh, you know, get me to the church on time without. I I want Stanley Holloway. I want Rex Harrison singing. Okay. Singing, and, and you know, so anyway. Um, uh, a production of Hello Dolly. I've seen that. Uh, excellent, okay. of course. Uh, I, I really, you know what? I don't have to think about it. I don't know, but I do. Uh, I do like enjoy. I do, do enjoy the theater, uh, and, uh, and very much. So it's, my, like my it. two. I have two that are clearly. Well, I, I, I guess three now. My top three would be clear as day, and I've probably seen them combined twenty twenty times total of these three. I've seen right. Les Mis. Probably, I don't know, six times. I've seen the show Rent probably ten times. And I've seen Hamilton three times. Okay. Those would be my um, three. Now my mind is is, is working, yep. okay? Guys and Dolls, yep. which is one of my top five all-time scores. Yes. Guys and Dolls, seen that, at least two productions of that. Including yep. one with Fate Prince, which was which was wonderful. Uh, I, 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 you mentioned Hamilton, yes. Um, um, count me in. It is amazing. You know, did see Very Hamilton. Cool. Uh, there's one of the just uh, oh oh. Have you not seen Les Mis? Have you yeah. never seen Les Mis? Yeah. Les Mis. And when I walked out of Les Mis, when it was in its original, you know, when its first run, its initial, yeah. I said, somebody said, How, "How'd you like it?" So let me put it this way: It's almost good enough to miss the seventh game for. <laughs> That's high praise for me. No okay. doubt. Okay. No Gypsy. question. I've seen Gypsy in person. Have production. I forget who I uh, who was playing. Uh, said it wasn't Ethel Merman, but it was somebody pretty good. So there's the, these are all big name personal things, and uh, and and uh, we we were, uh, we we already are booked to see a Music Man when it comes to Broadway, and uh, we've, we've already got the reservations on that. Uh, it's going to be Hugh Jackman. In, in, uh, oh, that'd be good. Really, uh, I didn't know that. He can do anything. 
He really can. He, he really can, can and has. You know, I mean, he's a great singer. He's a great dancer. He's a great actor. I mean, yeah. you know, he's 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 almost too good to be true. But he is for real. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we'll uh, we'll, we'll close out this yep. edition of the uh, Ryan and Goodman Pod, uh, dedicated certainly to uh, to the nine people uh, who yep. died, not just Kobe Correct. Bryant, not just so, his daughter, right. uh, but the nine people who died in the helicopter crash, and um, obviously very sad that we had to. To do this, but again, uh, I, I think the legend of Kobe Bryant will live on for a long, long time, Bob. The only question will be who'll play him in the movie. Yeah, good point. Serious. No doubt about it. No, you're is, right. It's got so many layers. Yep. You know, you, you, I mean, think about it. Uh, son of a player. Uh, yep. are we, are we, uh, some of the day we talk about Jelly Bean Bryant, by the way, but not to, not, we're running around yep. not today. But son of a player, the Italian upbringing, uh, the, 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 the decision to come out, yep. you know. The way it unfolded, the, the the thing we alluded to in Colorado, uh, yep. the, the, then the post, because post, wow, it's a tapestry. That, and then even obviously that, even right how how he died. It's I an mean, how he died is I mean, is so um, stunning and so sudden. I'll tell you, I thought I bet Spike is working on is running ideas through his head right now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those where you you you, you have to wait. But like you said, Hall of Fame, it oh. was going to be incredible. Uh, um, now it's going to be, it's going to be incredible, but it's going to be very, very somber, Bob. It's going to be a tough one to be at uh, this year. Very bittersweet, uh, you know. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just I can't even imagine how it's how they're going to address it. But think of all the stars that will be there for this now. Now, right? Honor Kobe. I would think the Laker community will, you know, I, I expect oh. that the, they'll come out and completely on mess. Even though they were going to anyway, but oh boy. Oh, no, it'll be, you know, book your rooms early, folks, if you're planning on coming in Springfield, Massachusetts, and, and uh, whenever. I don't even know the date yet, but it's usually in September. Okay. All right. Well, listen, have a great week. Uh, join us next week. It, it, trust me, let's let's promise it'll be more uplifting uh, next week with the Ryan and Goodman podcast. Thank you.